in a world where Toku fans are easy and the wrong figure arts are released for retail. Three man children stand not quite shoulder to shoulder, with their trusty spray can at their side, united across timelines and space against the concealed, grimdark, 90s inspired hordes. Shuku and Shinobi, Dawson Rider, Jedi Maw, Aerosol. Their mission to bring you the latest Toku news in the craziest way possible. Riders, Rangers, and Rambles Season 4. If you don't listen to this show, you don't know anything about Tokusatsu. Hello, welcome to our Season 4, Episode 30. Mango Unchained. The D is silent and stupid. I see writing it with a D. I, I can't believe you're making me write it with a D. <laughs> it would be more funny that way. You don't have actually, to. Actually, it fits with the Kuruja episode. Because the guy's name is D. I thought it was because everyone ah, ah, wants to die. That was D. Ha, ah, ah, ha. Ah. There we go. Boom! My attention to detail pays off. <laughs> That's what I have to say to that. Okay, uh... Awesome's a homo. A shomo. Oh yeah, Black Friday. Um, I bought I stayed DVDs. home. You're racist. You think it's black. It is black. Sorry, African American Friday. The day we all kill Keith Justice. Lord. Uh, so not nothing exciting, just DVDs um, and uh, Nino Kuni. Uh, Mandrake box. <laughs> Pretty much. Nothing exciting. Well, what about a, what? You got the little. Oh my god! Oh yeah. <laughs> So a tear ran out Aerosol's cheek just now. <laughs> I went to GameStop to buy Nino Kuni because they had it for fourteen ninety nine. I was like, well, that's a deal. And I'm friends with the manager there, so I bought it. And he uh, was like, hold on, let me grab you some extra pre order bonuses that we have lying around. And so he pulled out the little green dragon that you got from uh, whatever the that game is. Hometown story. There we go. Um, and then all of a sudden he pulls out an alpaca and I look at it I was like no and I get this stupid grin on my face <laughs> and I walk outside I look in the bag and here's aerosol looking <laughs> looking at me and I start flipping out my mom doesn't know what's going on I'm like mom he just gave me aerosol <laughs> and now she's more confused it basically made my day and then I took him to the casino and he failed miserably <laughs> He gave you a toy from like three years ago. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why they had that. It was Destiny. <laughs> it was. It was Destiny. It's funny when you took that picture of him. Like you said, he's ready to gamble. I thought you had him on a leash for a second. <laughs> like you put like a dog collar on him and started walking him. Well, I always <laughs> attach the little point card to whatever it is that I'm toting around with me, and there wasn't anywhere to hook it. So <laughs> So can't wrap my necklace around his neck and attached it to that. So aerosol See, that's, a, that's clubbing aerosol. <laughs> I usually just have like business aerosol lying around with this little guy. <laughs> uh, so a, a random freebie from Stop. GameStop made my Black Friday, so that was fun. It's not party boy time. It was party aerosol. <laughs> Aerosol's going clubbing. <laughs> I don't know what he looks like, but I do not want to see him do Party Boy. Like an alpaca. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to see anyone do Party Boy, but... Um, oh, God. That was a dark, <laughs> dark time in high school. 
<laughs> I think Aerosol did Party Boy once. <laughs> In his crutches. It was pretty legendary. Giga <laughs> uh, Gab Revolver Masterpiece uh, Transformers Prowl. That's cool. I uh, saw that Prowl. Ami Ami Box should be here hopefully Saturday. I didn't pay for mine yet. I like how Dark Zoggy's holding up your order and Belial's holding up my order. But I have it... Dark Zoggy and you have Belial. <laughs> Wait, maybe it is Belial. I don't know. It's one of those. Who the hell are those I... people? Belial Edge? Belial Edge. Hold on, let me see. It might be Belial. Belial's the, the black Ultraman that I use in some of my videos. Oh, okay. I was just thinking, like, what does um, Hojo's sword have to do with this? Because I know... They moved? I know both of those were pushed back or something, and were holding up orders. So it could it could still be Belial, and I just don't remember. They moved Belial to a separate order. Oh, yep, it's Belial. Never mind. I screwed up. They're like, we don't know when we're gonna get anymore, so we moved them to a separate order, so it doesn't uh, hold up any more of your orders. And then their system automatically combined it with December. <laughs> so now I have to tell them to take it out again. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm hoping to wait until. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping to wait and, and get like a AC04 to put in this order. Uh, also today, um, I oh son of a bitch, Brian! What? That AC06 went into this order. <laughs> I gotta pull that out, motherfucker! Why do you have to pull it out? You guys, <laughs> you don't want to get pregnant. <laughs> With fruits and vegetables. No, no vegetables. That stays in. I have to move it to the December order because it's in the November order. Motherfucker. Wasn't it all one order? No. This is riveting. I don't know anymore, Brian. I swear to God, I don't know. (laughs) I honestly don't know. As you can tell, I ordered them uh, AC06s. And um, apparently AmiAmi got a mobile website. Did they? I refreshed it, and it changed everything to this mobile <laughs> format. And I just go, "Oh shit, what?" It's <laughs> like, "What?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, we got a mobile website, and I don't know what to do." <laughs> I just sat there and stared at it, going, "What the fuck do I press?" Brian broke life. Meanwhile, oh, I, I figured Crushing it out, but it was, uh, it was, uh. and that's my thoughts on life. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry. Next. <laughs> okay. Um. That's not even like close, to Party Boy. Anyway, you. <laughs> I couldn't do better, but I'm just saying. Um. So I also went out on Black Friday. I went in the morning, and there really wasn't that many people out there. Uh, I'm a it was dude. Like, He's a dude. We're all dudes. Um. <laughs> um it was kind of like picking over a kill that had already been taken. Like this is basically the way I do Black Friday. So like, because I usually just go for DVDs and games, and everyone else is like stabbing each other over TVs. So um, I usually don't have too much of a problem. Uh, I got a bunch of DVDs, some Parks Rec seasons, uh, a couple Office seasons. Um, I'm so bored now. I got GTA for like thirty five, and I got Hitman for ten dollars because it looked fun when Conan was playing it, and I heard Dishonored was pretty good. And that was only ten dollars. Um, Hangover not- three. Hangover three. Did you say Hitman's bad or or not that bad? Hitman's not bad. 
Oh, okay. For a second, I, I said Hitmon. <laughs> That's the Pokemon. It's <laughs> the Pokemon spinoff. Player one um, is Hitmonchan. Player two is Hitmonlee. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I got some pretty good stuff. I was pretty happy with Player it. Player three is your mom. Um, I got Arrow for like Blu-ray for like $16 on Amazon's deals, and I ordered Raising Hope Season 1 with it so that I could get the free shipping. Because I was Raising Hope Season 1 was the only one that was $10. All the other ones were 30 for some reason, so... But at least I got that. I think I mentioned last week I got Pabu. I got on sure. uh, NBC Cyber Monday sale, I got a community shirt and a Troy and Abed in the morning mug. So that's going to be fun. Um, and I think that's it. I'm still kind of, I was holding out hope for Giga Gabba Revolver or something to stock, but I think I'm going to have to pay Ami Ami in a day or so. I did pay Oki. He finally tracked me down. That's about all. Well, I did get a Gigaboo revolver. Uh, my child listens to the podcast. <laughs> my uh, my child listens to the podcast like I, like I've been talking about. And actually, I just got to the part in podcasting time frame where Kira Ujur started. It's not that loud as it is. You're the worst. Yeah, sure. And and uh, Dawson, I think just what do you? There's something Dawson just asked for in the podcast. Like I hope they do this. And now they're doing it, and for the life of me, I can't remember what it is. It's like, I hope they do da 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 And then they are. Man, sound like I had it right on the money. Damn, I forgot, because for <laughs> once, he actually did. Um, But my child listens to the podcast, and she hears Dawson swearing, and she just loves to talk about Dawson saying bad words. Like, oh, he said a bad word. And, Why uh, always me? Wait, I'm getting to that. It's funny. Well, I told him. I, I told her. I said. Uh, I go. Uh, yeah, he's in trouble. Oh yeah, he's in trouble. Uh, she said. Uh, what was the thing? I remember if it was she was gonna bust your butt or she wanted me to bust your butt. <laughs> uh, but then one time I go. Oh yeah, Dawson. He said he's a bad word. He said a bad word. He's in trouble. She goes. Oh yeah, he's in trouble. We gotta go save him. <laughs> so apparently, Dawson's like foul, foul mouth has put him in danger. We have to save him. Wouldn't be the first time. Yeah. Well, and then um, what was I heard it? Gym music. Are we challenging someone? Possibly. Uh, just your mom. Uh, so I was fuck. Now forget me. Forget. God damn it! I didn't make you do anything. Because you distracted me with all this talk of Pokemon that I'm playing. I mean, not playing. Uh, God damn it, Dawson. Uh, oh, yeah. I remember what it was. We are listening to it, and I said something. I don't remember what it was. I called you a little bitch or something. I called somebody a little bitch. Well, she heard it, and she goes, Oh, Dawson said a bad word. <laughs> I was like, that was me. No, that that was awesome. <laughs> I said, no, that was me. No, that was awesome. <laughs> I couldn't that's convince her that that was my voice. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, apparently, she sounds. Uh, we sound the same even with my three-year-old, so that's fun. Or Dawson's the only person in the universe that swears. <laughs> that, too. So yeah, yeah, everyone else is perfect angels on this show. <laughs> I, I don't think she noticed Brian's, or she might have. 
But then she might have said that was Dawson too at one point. I don't remember. <laughs> Brian seems so friendly about it. <laughs> every, every, everyone is Dawson. Like I said, Dawson every, on swears. Everyone's awesome. But uh But yeah, she watches the Lord of the Rings now, she's all excited about that. That's a thing. Uh I've been recording I, I'm trying to get Fragigas up, I really am. It's just a long video and I actually re recorded part of it to try and do it a little better, like the Gigant Kyrgyzian portion. So, uh, it's going through the editing process. I'm hoping to get it up really, really, really soon. Um, but let's see what else is there. Um, I think that's it. I've been playing X and Y and Black. I got White 2. I got five badges now, and I'm doing X and Y. I'm on the first gym in, uh, in, in X. So, that's cool. That's a thing. Gonna, can you imagine how long it's going to take him to get to gym two? <laughs> it takes long for a normal play. Can you imagine how much of a terrible human being you are? Oh, wait. That's right. It's a really long gap between one and two. Your mom's a whore. That's related. Alright. Sad part is, is I actually... The other, you know, the other day I was playing this game... And I like to do all the trainers in a gym. Well, I can't... <laughs> Ooh, kinky. Right. There's no way out of the first gym unless there's something I don't know about. What? Uh, if there is someone, please tell me. You, you go backwards and then go back up the pole. How do you go up the pole? <laughs> you, you, need, you need upper <laughs> arm strength. <laughs> Wrap your legs around it and start humping upward. I mean, like, I tried going around the pole, but I just can't get it up. Brian, how do I go up the pole? <laughs> For real, you just go up to the pole and press up. Hashtag stripper like, problem. Talk to it. Talk to the pole. Embrace it. <laughs> I'm trying to talk to it. Tap into the power of the pole instead of the pyramid. The pole fits into all shapes. I feel like Brian's lying to me. Like it's not work. Oh, there it goes. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, there it goes. This is clearly oh. a trap. This is gonna reset my game. Well, no. I was like, I was like, well, let me. Uh, I, I was trying to find a way out. Well, I ended up challenging the gym leader for whatever reason, without doing one of the trainers, and I beat her in like two minutes. And I was like, well, this is stupid. I didn't. I missed a trainer. Uh, so I just turned it off. <laughs> I was like... Well, it's not like you're going to be starving for experience points. Yeah, I know. So I'm just going to go back and do it again. <laughs> but, uh... So yeah, so that's... So that's it. Uh, what's up, Aerosol? Yeah. <laughs> um... I... I have been up for about 48 hours. Why? Because I... uh, Last night, right after we got done recording the second half of the podcast... Well! um, (laughs) Spoiler alert! (laughs) I knew I should have been here. I kept hearing something crawling around my room. Oh yeah, the mouse! So I found it, and it was a it was a mouse. And then the and plot of mouse trap ensued. <laughs> oh god, where was well, Nathan I, Lane? I kept, you know, there's a lot of stuff in my room, so there's a lot of stuff in the way. So I have to like 
move everything out and then lay down uh, mouse traps and stuff like that. And I only had like a handful of them. And, uh, by by the time I got done with that, I it was like I don't know eight a.m. <laughs> so I, I just decided to not bother going to bed because I would have only gotten a couple hours sleep anyway. Poor aerosol. He's a dead man walking. I hate that mouse. Did you get That's it? That's what I did the other night. You had a mouse hunt? No, I just didn't bother going to bed. Oh. I wish I could do that, just not go to bed, but I kind of have you, to, because I do a thing called work. Did you catch it? Oh, do I? <laughs> Fuck you. I meant Brian. I want to know if you caught the mouse. I don't <laughs> care about your work. Brian doesn't work. Brian's a homo. I want to know about the mouse. I'm a hobo. There's did a I get it? No. Oh, so it's still... It's so still just like around here somewhere. I haven't seen it, though. So, like, Aerosol's but, recording, and he's standing uh, on a kitchen table right now with, like, a fly swatter and a helmet... No, it's not in uh Why a helmet. Trap, so Yeah. That's fun. I haven't done anything else. <laughs> so news time. Nudes Brian, what are the nudes? Um the energy riders are named Duke something or another and something else. <laughs> you are the, the worst. So in summation at the core, Duke. <laughs> I'm surprised the first one wasn't called whatchamacallit. <laughs> I remember Duke, because I can only think of the dog from the from the Bean commercial. Or the blog, Duke Mon. I just thought of the dog. The American version is the gallon. Did you say get out of my ear? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know why I'd be in somebody's ear. Because you're fucking weird. That's just true. Brian, I am not weird. Yeah, clearly we're all sane. Well, does anyone remember so, the names? I can no. look them up. Hold on. God damn it. What? Quick, be Philip, do lookups. <sighs> How does Flash. he do a lookup? I forgot what he says. Didn't he say something when he does a lookup? I haven't watched that show in so long. I... Alright, let's see. Honestly, I've been going through like a bunch of news articles today, and I didn't even see that. That's it was a while back. Today. That's a days ago. Oh. It was like maybe three, four days ago. Duke is lemon, Mar- uh, Marika is peach, and Sig, Sigard, Sigurd, cigarette cherry. S i g u r d. We'll go with Sigurd because seriously, I'll go with sperm dumpster. How have we not gotten apple yet? Apple is the mascot of all fruit. How have we not gotten it yet? Because oranges are more popular in Japan, and they're probably saving it for something special. It'll be the final form, apple, and then like the special movie form is going to be a grapple. Homo. <laughs> That's yes, going to be like it's going to be like the meteor fusion states of Gaim. Of course, I played homo. I played homo with words in words with friends, and apparently that's unacceptable. <laughs> words with friends is awful. I know, right? <laughs> Don't let you play the best words ever. But it won't let you play things like Jedi, Clit, uh, <laughs> Slut. You I like it. how those are your first two choices. <laughs> <laughs> I like those how are... Jedi starts it. <laughs> and then Clit. Well, Sith works. 
You can play Sif. You can't play Jedi, though. Clearly, it's playing for the dark side. Well, is Sif another word somewhere? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Never... I need a new chair really bad. <laughs> I can't resist <laughs> imitating noises. Chespin just pwned Vivalon with rollout. That was fun. Oh, wow. Sith is a word. What does it mean? It's a bird. It's the static induction frizzator? Frizzator? Is a frizzator. It's a. Uh. Something. But it's a. A frizzator with a very gate structure? I don't fucking know, guys. I'm just reading the the definition. I have no idea what... Definition to just say an evil Jedi. (laughs) Chespin just went up two levels. Yay. That was awesome. On to um, that another thing we do. That that another thing. That's all the nudes? Yeah, Damn, we haven't had it. we haven't had some good news in like four weeks. We don't have any Tokyo stuff because life hates us. Because we're still recording right the after, podcast. As soon as our heads hit the pillows tonight, it'll come out. So, well, did you see they're doing blow up inflatable Gaim weapons? That's that can be news. That's been a while though. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to be like you know. <laughs> the wild our... sword was revealed. <laughs> I'm trying to be like a lot of our news sites and fucking be late. Yeah, because the Retrofire Wild Force magazine is new. <laughs> See, it's <What> hysterical. A- <laughs> no, she just played queer for 88 points. Points. Owned. Settle down. Uh... Alright, so... Ooh, that's cool. I got a badge, guys! I'm so... I'm like a big boy. I got... I have one badge. I feel like a real trainer. I'm legitimately curious how long it'll take to get to two. (laughs) (laughs) I'm legitimately curious as to... Who pissed in your Cheerios? Alright. Jesus. (laughs) Jesus pissed in his Cheerios? I do need to be saved, so. <laughs> yes. Jesus Look, will save up. you with his magical milk urine. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> this turned weird fast. This is what happens when we don't have news. It's just a bunch of noises and obscure things. Oh, this happens even if we do have news. <laughs> That's true. True that. In other news, I saw Olivia Tennant in this movie a little while ago, and I was like, oh, my goodness, Olivia Tennant. David Tennant's sister. Awesome. <laughs> um, so now it's time for superhero time. Woohoo, bitches! That's right. I should make that the new jingle. This is the excited version. <laughs> Gaim. Beat Rider special. Bravo. I like Bravo. Fuck you, people. Uh, <laughs> we were just sitting here. We didn't say anything. <laughs> I don't care. You were thinking it. Okay. All right. So this episode of uh, Cuba Boobers is number. Fuck! I didn't check the number. Thirty-nine. Thir- I almost said eight. Um, it starts off with um. He forgot John Hurt. 
<laughs> uh, it's number 30 war. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's like, it's like, that's, uh, never mind. Joke's gone. Move along. Your mom's a whore. Um, anyway, so, I forgot what I was saying. Ah, yes. Uh, it starts off with this cloaked fellow, uh, stealing the Death Ryuger boomerang flute. And he, uh... Fucker. Yeah, I know, right? And, uh, then you see Lucky and he's like, I've lost some sperm water. I can't find it. It's all gone. I'm missing my sperm water. And, uh... So they're like, oh, whatever. Just let it go. And, uh, cut to the forest. There's Torin and, and Tessa being like, hey, Ramirez. Uh, how are you doing? And he's like, well, I'm all better, but that fucker Tessa guy was on an episode. I didn't get shit. And they're like, Sorry. We figured it would be cool because he was Bokan Silver. He's like, I don't fucking care. I'm fucking Ramirez. And you're like, I know. You're my friend. And then they get attacked by a bunch of power monsters and they start kicking ass. And then uh, the other Kyoyujers are there and, or at the base and like, oh look, Miko's coming. And Yayoi's like, the fuck? And they're like, oh yeah, some chick. Daigo's friends with it. She's like, no, 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 no. No other ladies are getting that close to him. I want the dick. And they're like, whoa. You need fucking chill. And she's like, Amy, he's our enemy. And she's like, Miko's Deboth? And so they're at the airport waiting to receive her. And she has these roses. And Yayoi shoots them. Only, and they're like, what the fuck? Only to reveal the boomerang. And she's been turned evil. By D, D comes out, and uh, he's like, "I'm D," and you're like, "All, all right, that's a thing. You're a movie guy. We haven't seen that yet because subtitles." And uh, the raw just so, came out, so hopefully it's not too long. Yeah. Uh, so they start fighting. Uh, the the three of them that are there transform, which is red, violet, and pink. The other four show up. Uh, Daigo fights or some. He sees the like Miko trapped inside the darkness, and he tries to sing to her. And they're like, "No, sorry, sir, you, your singing doesn't have any effect." And uh, so he gets cast out, and they uh, they get swept up by Bragigas to retreat. Um, the girls stay back and get bandaged up. While the four guys go out and fight power monsters, uh, let's see, uh, they they run it, you know, they run into D some more. They start fighting. Yayoi and Amy show up and they're like, "Hey, we need to join all ten Kyoyujis together and sing as a group. If we can harmonize, we can break her free." And D's like, "Oh lol, yeah, I sent like a thousand enemies to go kill uh, Torin and those guys, so you're fucked." And then in like a boss walks Torin and uh, Ramirez and Tessa and are like, yeah, yeah. He's in a thousand, buddy. You should have sent more. Uh, then it might have been a fair fight. Holla! And... The, Don't do that. Stay white, please. They all stand in a line and hold hands and sound waves emanate from their chests and it frees Miko and she's like, oh look, I'm normal again. And Dee's like, no! And there's paramonsters everywhere and then the ten of them do like an epic transformation and roll call, complete with uh, excess energy runoff behind them. And uh, 
because that's an old joke. And uh, they all start fighting uh, and doing cool attacks. Miko's like, "Here, take the death, the, the death, the, take the Tobaspino battery." And Carnival's like, "Okay, let's do this." And he's like, "Hey, give me a number three battery." And No sounds like, "Okay, stupid old man pun." And gives him the battery, and he does a combination involving uh, Stagochi and Tobaspino. And he smacks the dude around. And then they do a victory carnival with all ten of them, which totally pones him. And then he drinks more sperm water. He's like, ah, oh, my sperm water. I get big. And so he gets big, and they're like, they say, hey, let's use Spino Dio. So they get Spino Dio and they boomerang pwn his ass and he dies. Uh, and they're like, yay, we're done with this shit. And uh, so then Daigo's all sad because all the girls are going on a ladies only shopping trip, at which Ian and, and Soji understand the purpose of it. And like, she, Yayo is real smart getting her away from Daigo using a shopping trip. And then Daigo's just sad. And then it ends. Uh, and then so this... gives her best creeper face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's she's fun like that. Uh, so it was it was a fun episode. I, I liked having all of them on screen together. I liked more Ramirez. Uh, it was fantastic. Uh, I need to see them together more. I just I love I love having them all. I love Kuryujer. And Toba Spino is a badass. What did you ladies think? Um. <laughs> and that's what Dawson awesome thought of it. Um, I, I thought that the, um, the the plot itself was pretty mediocre, I yeah. think, but for everything that was, the action was absolutely 100% superb. Um, the only... Go ahead. I was just going to say the only uh, negative I had for the action was that they used the uh, Tobaspino um, uh, Stagochi combination for Carnival like for 30 seconds. It barely fought. <laughs> and it yeah. didn't even get like a different colored blue glove or anything. It was just blank. Yeah. <laughs> I actually didn't even look at that. I wish they'd have gotten Ramirez to just do a better attack than just ground pound and then everybody dies. <laughs> like he's fucking Donkey Kong. But yeah, otherwise, all of the action was a lot of fun. Um, like, you get to see Tess- all of them kind of participate in their own sort of styles. Like, Tesla got to do the Luigi, like, side B smash. <laughs> and like, here's Ramirez, like, I'm Donkey Kong, ground pound. I, I love that um, Nosan just sort of pressed a guy to death, like jumped and like, did a flying press on a dude, and they blew up. <laughs> <laughs> um, towards the beginning of the episode, when they were fighting in that like parking garage or whatever, um, <laughs> I thought it was really hilarious. How they're all just sort of fighting, and then all of a sudden, Brogigus's head just pops up out of the ground. <laughs> 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 it 
it's just like it pops out pops up out of the ground just his head like absorbs them or whatever and then just goes back down i thought that was hilarious sup guys i'm here to save you eat um dude like seriously the the action and the the vibe i was getting from the cinematography it could have just been me it felt like a v cinema um granted it could just be an offshoot of the fact that it was kind of a sequel to the movie sort of um but i it something about it can just didn't feel like a normal episode to me i don't it, i could just be imagining things it's certainly possible but i don't know <laughs> it was nice though um like you said though the the plot was kind of mediocre uh, I'm not a big fan of this sort of the, the way they're shoehorning in this romance or whatever with Amy and Daigo or this idea that Amy somehow has feelings for him or whatever because even when even when it's brought up she never looks like she does I don't think um, she does like yeah. it was brought up the one time and Amy's like oh maybe I do and then it was never really brought up again and then this yeah. time Yayoi kind of forced her into it. Because <laughs> Yayoi is clearly a crazy person. <laughs> Which I like. I like that Yayoi's kind of crazy. Because <laughs> this is the most personality we've seen out of her all series. That's true. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, yeah, like, I don't I don't mind her having, like, a little crush on Daigo or, or whatever. Um, I don't know. The whole Amy thing. I'm sure there's... Well, I, I don't want to say I'm sure, but I hope there's some sort of explanation down the line where it's like, uh, no, I don't actually like him or anything like that. But like, I like how Yayoi is all like, I'm in love with him. I want his dick. And she is, thinks Amy is. But then Amy's all like confused. It's like, oh, she's our enemy. Like, oh, she's Deboth? Like, cause <laughs> she just has no clue what she's talking about. And then she pulls out the boomerang, and Amy's like, "Oh, I guess she was right. Like, <laughs> she's the enemy. <laughs> like, has no concept of like, oh, look, uh, loving Daigo and all this nonsense." And then uh, the dude's like, "I gotta drink this sperm water every every few minutes or so." Glug glug. Like, he just goes everywhere. I'm like, that's just weird. So. So I, Dawson, I really Oklahoma. don't have much else to say about it. Well, Dawson's probably still brushing his teeth, so I have to wait for him to get back. No, I'm here. Oh. Well. Ready for Gaim? I'm yeah, I'm always ready for Gaim. Gaim's like the best thing ever. Besides okay. Kuryuger. So, Gaim. So we have Kaito talking to Gorochan about how the city used to be the boonies before that company that I can't pronounce Big the name Drasso. of. Yuba Boobers. Yuba Boobers showed up and made it the non-boonies. Uh, and then you got Takatorabata over here wondering how Gaim got the watermelon lock seed, and he's kind of in denial about his brother stealing it, even though he looks like a total creeper. 
Um, Mai's just walking along and she stumbles upon the zipper dimension and she goes through it and she gets stranded and attacked. Um, Kota goes a- after her, but he doesn't make it in time to save her. It's actually uh, Baron that saves her. Um, but they do make it in there eventually and Michi makes it in there and they're all, you know, fighting some monsters and whatnot and then rolling around and making sex noises. And then um, Baron and then run into a dragon invest thingy and they all end up back in the real world. They just kind of jump through a portal and they're kind of having trouble beating it. So Baron uses his new mango lock seed and him and uh, Pine Arms Gein, Gein? Um, Gein gang up on him and they defeat him. Um, and then afterwards, uh, Michi's kind of wondering if any of the invests could have gotten trapped in the real world like they got trapped in the zipper world. And then we see one attacking. <laughs> the the zipper world? Yep, that's the zipper. I call it the zipper dimension. You know, there's like zippers. It's like... Does anyone, else, what? does anyone else think Michi looks like he could be little Junichi? The dude from, from the Blade movie? Yeah. He looks like I noticed that when I was watching the episode. I always feel like he's one step away from inappropriately touching a child. <laughs> um, like, he's just such a creeper. Like He's like, my brother couldn't have stolen it. Have you seen that dude? I get a creepy vibe whenever I'm around him. Well, he seems I'll... okay one minute and then he moves his eyes. <laughs> I like he was, how he uh... bends Sid. He was even creepier when he was talking to Sid this episode because he just sort of cocks this look at him. I'm like, oh, God, that's legit creepy. Like, I know we joke a lot about him just kind of normally looking creepy, but that time he's actually trying. (laughs) Like, he's just so kind of creepy and little. And then he's all like... Yeah, I can pretty much just kick your ass, and uh, you're gonna do whatever the hell I say. <laughs> it's so weird because you don't expect it. You don't yeah, expect a little creeper, but he's kind of like a mega creeper. Well, it's funny because sometimes he just kind of seems like, you know, a generic second writer for Gaim. Though he's just kind of like this nice little guy in the background that wanted to help, and he's all grape and stuff. But then he's so creepy. He's all grape and stuff. <laughs> Well, he just seems so friendly at first, and then he moves. <laughs> like, well, like on uh, on the surface, he seems like a, a like a nice guy. Um, he, he's very friendly to everyone, but then you have those you know moments with Takatora and a couple moments with his brother now that just seem like they're really off. They're really. Uh, like there's much more there's something more sinister to him um but he seems like a nice guy but then you make him spaghetti a few nights in a row and he just starts beating you (laughs) spaghetti again Um, and then michi pulls out his grape gun and beats you with it the the thing like i can't really get around with him is just that like he seems like a nice guy and even when he's like in his own like little inner monologues and stuff like that you don't really feel like he's pretending to be a nice guy you do feel like he's sort of trying to be um but then like i said you have those moments where he's just just kind of cruel to to sid or you know just so underhanded (laughs) yeah Oh. He's a special guy. Like you, you legit just don't expect him to be that kind of person. Because he's so nice. And then when no one's around, he's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like right now, I expect more evil things out of him than his brother. 
Because like Takatora's just sort of sitting there in his business suit, kind of <laughs> complaining about who's stealing his lock seeds. <laughs> like, Yo, what? man, who stole my stuff? Like, I am an international businessman here on an international business meeting. <laughs> I like how Sid is sitting there, like, he's got the packets of, here, these are the guys with the belts. You might want to look at them. And he's like, nah, I'm good. And he's like, you think your brother might have stolen it? No. <laughs> like, you think maybe you should listen to the guy with the bowler hat, or you think you're just going <laughs> to... He might know something. Like, and he just laughs at him. Like, he walks through and was like, that guy's fucking stupid. <laughs> I was like, yeah. God, it is. All the, all the interviews were toting around going, oh, Zangetsu's going to be the Oja of this show. No, I think it's going to be Ryugen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. We haven't gotten to the parts where he starts, like, killing people yet and, like, fighting them. But and then it's funny because we only had the three writers in this episode. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I got I got spoiled by having two episodes with Kurokage and Greiton and Bravo. And I'm like, I missed them. I forgot about them. Like, I mean, I don't need them all to be in every episode. But then I'm like, Oh, I got used they, to having them. I missed them. They didn't really need to be in this episode. No, either. not at all. It take mo- place mostly in the forest. So. Yeah, I, I th- I'm just going. Those guys are gonna have to make a lot of fucking money if they keep getting their lock seeds stolen. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh. oh well. I I did appreciate the little a fo- uh, little bit of focus we got with Kaido, um, and his connection to the city. As as well as uh, Yggdrasil. Yeah, uh, like I like getting like that backstory on the whole thing. Like that that was pretty cool, and and just seeing the connection. Like you know, like well, what, seeing what kind of what makes Kaito the way he is. Yeah, it, it kind of goes to towards explaining why he puts so much emphasis towards strength. Um. Speaking uh, of Kaido, Mango is awesome. I- <laughs> oh god, that was fantastic! I every week I'm enjoying this up ep- like this show even like every this episode. Week. Every week I watch this episode. Every week I watch this episode. It's just, I just enjoy it so much. We are watching episode one again, right, guys? That's what we're doing the summary of. Oh shit! <laughs> I've been watching it for eight weeks straight. Uh, but no, like every episode that comes on, like I get excited and I watch it. I'm like, this show is so cool. We're all sitting here before it started, like fucking fruit. They're doing fruit. Look at this fucker. He's got orange and shit. God damn it! The, the show's really had a way of taking an absolutely asinine gimmick concept <laughs> and making it really awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, make and making like the toys are so much fun. Those little arm change figures and the lock seeds and and the show itself. And you're just like, wow, this is this is really good. Like, first of all, it's not that standard formula we've had for, like, what was it, four years straight? And it, it's, it's just very refreshing to something different. And it's, it's enjoyable. I look forward to it every week. Because even with Wizard, I mean, I was enjoying Wizard more than Forze. But after a while, I was like, all right, we're doing the same fucking shit every week. And you just kind of droned on. But here, we're eight episodes in, and... I'm at a point where I'm looking forward to, oh, look, Gaim's out. Yay, I can watch it. New episode. As opposed to, like, oh, I bet you I know what's going to happen before I even watch the fucking episode. 
Um, the funny thing is the uh, the the structure of the series not being the the two episode arcs seem it feels so natural that like I almost don't even notice it. Like yeah. I didn't know I didn't even notice the transition from last year to this year because it it just feels. It feels right, I guess, to to just have, you know, every episode is just kind of different and it just it's a naturally flowing story as opposed to a bunch of arcs. Yeah, I mean, like you do have like they have had like the, the, the two part introduction, I guess you could say for Bravo, but that it just kind of flowed into each other and like it didn't really seem like I don't want to say like it didn't really seem forced. Like a lot of the, the times like we saw a few times in Wizard where like. They could have done one of those two-part arcs easily as a one-part story, but they just padded it out to make it fit that, okay, we have to have two episodes to drag it out. But here, I mean, they fit everything into one story. We've only had, I think, a couple of, you know, the, the, the two-episode things, and it's not, it's not it's not dull or boring or anything. You don't even notice. Like Aristotle said, you don't notice that, oh, look, the whole thing was one story and moving along. I did notice that the ending transition from showing Gaim's lock seats to Baron's. Yeah, I saw uh, that. <laughs> like that. And then Michi riding in on the Rose Attacker. Like that. It's like, oh, where'd you get that? Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. I, I got my people. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like all the things that Michi is sort of stealing and conning his way into getting... I feel like that's going to catch up with him because he's not explaining that to his team at all. Oh, it's it's going it's going to catch up to him when like Zangetsu gets him. Like he's going <laughs> to beat his ass because he's he's going to be stronger than him. How'd you get that lock? How'd you get that driver? How'd you get that bike? <laughs> like uh, yeah. So the next time we see Sid, he's going to have like a black eye, like his arm being a sling. What's happened to you, Sid? I fell down some stairs. <laughs> 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 Michi is abusive now. <laughs> That's right. Sid. Look, Sid is Michi's a battered wife. Okay. <laughs> Michi suddenly like overpowers Takatora and kills him. And then next thing you know, Michi's wearing a wife beater shirt, just sitting there, nothing but a nothing but a wife beater with a can of past blue ribbon. <laughs> Michi's like, I'm white trash, and I'm in trouble. That went what? some weird places. <laughs> Michi, you're Japanese, you dumbass. Uh, his, his character has a lot of potential to just be kind of almost villainous, and I think it's kind of interesting. I like that description of him. Kind of almost villainous. <laughs> because that's, that, that's Michi. Like, he... He's kind of villainous. Like, if he wasn't just, so nice, he'd be evil. <laughs> it would be funny if, like, we went the whole show thinking something was going to happen and he was just a creepy-ass fuck for the whole show, but he never did anything about it. <laughs> like, right up until the end, he's making, like, horrible comments, like, in the finale, oh, hope I don't snap your neck by mistake. Oh, anyway, like, but he just is super creepy throughout the whole show, but nothing ever happens. Well, it wouldn't be the first time we got proven wrong. True that. So glad Spawn bought back PR. Brian was right about that one, too. Jonathan Zetcher's the man. <laughs> uh, and that O's guy fucking sucked, huh, Brian? This stupid little bitch. 
<laughs> that go character was a terrible ass show. You <laughs> stupid keys. Let's look at his big ass phone. He's sticking uh, his ass into the lock. I'm never buying that. <laughs> I was at least right about GoBusters. <laughs> yeah, you did call it episode after episode two. <laughs> Uh, too bad Brian has a long string of mistakes instead yeah track record isn't the best <laughs> Brian's got like a 1 out of 10 <laughs> Brian's over here going I got one right and the rest of us are going yeah out of like 10 guesses <laughs> <laughs> jump to fast conclusions sometimes and uh, I forgot to mention in the, when I was doing my thing. Did everybody notice the the what I'm what I'm gonna force into it being a Go Ranger reference in Kira What? When, <laughs> when they they do, after they do the lineup, Dago says uh, he says the story is Junin Sorote Kira which is the ten of us are the Kira when the Go Rangers. Uh, Roll call was Gonin Sorote Go Ranger, like the ending of uh, Go Kaiger. Oh my god, it's a reference! It's a reference! I, I heard him say that, and I'm like, I'm like I, I was gonna make the joke in the middle of the summary, and then I forgot. <laughs> I was upset because the first time I actually planned out a joke ahead of time, I forgot it. Figures. <laughs> yeah, right. Speaking uh, of summaries. Uh, there we go. That was the finale of Megaforce. Um, Every time someone sets you up, you just burp in their face. <laughs> That's Brian. I'm very gaseous today. Yeah, it's kind of like how we honk an aerosol's face. Uh, okay, so I'm completely winging this because I didn't write a summary. So uh, now it's time for Megaforce made up summaries for Shuki. That's not the name of it. I couldn't resist. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't uh, resist. It took me a while. Megaforce Mummer is Mookie. I forgot it had a slow start. Hold on, let me do the real one. Alright, so a bunch of kids find this cube. Oh, wait a minute. And then the theme song comes on. make up for last week okay um so this is episode 20 end game thankfully um i don't remember anything that happened during the course of this, this show Brock uh, was there won. so oh, no, they didn't they lost <laughs> technically they lost <laughs> um so they're in the process they, of losing stuff happens and they start fighting Vrak and um Vrak basically cuts their connection to their morphers. The morphers become covered in poop. They <laughs> <And laughs> cut them off like, from the morphing grid. Oh, we can't, we can't do anything anymore. And they're like, I'll oh, try a card, and it doesn't work. And they're like, oh, shit. What is that? She's speaking. Oh, shit, it's all over on morphers. Ah. <laughs> and, uh, Good segue, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they keep fighting, and then eventually the messenger shows up instead. Uh, cause 
Vrak got injured or used up too much energy or something. I don't remember, but he got hurt. And so the Mashmere shows up instead. Uh, and then we get a bunch of fighting. And at, at one point, th- there's this completely stupid line where Robo Knight drops his morpher and Gia picks it up and goes, you dropped this Robo Knight, too bad it has no power, and then walks away. <laughs> and Robo Knight's just like, what a cunt. He's <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, power? And so he comes up with this plan to basically absorb an attack with the um, tri-shield thingy of the messenger. He's powered the pyramid. And it will restore her, the power in his morpher and then shoot the thing back at the messenger. Or whatever. And so that works. I don't know how he managed to actually do the tri-shield considering their morphers were cut off, but whatever. Something about an internal power source and shit, because he's a robot. Uh, so that happens. They get their powers back. They go ultra. They defeat the messenger. He becomes a severed head. Um, then Vrak comes back, and they're like, Ah, I'm Vrak, and I'm awesome. The Armada is on their way. You can't stop us. Bah-ha-ha. And there's more fighting, and they get their butt kicked. And they're like, oh, crap, we're pretty much screwed. Robo Knight's out of commission because he used up too much power, restoring their power. Uh, so afterwards, uh, Vrak goes away. He's like, oh, I can't. Uh, the messenger tells him to hide because apparently when the um, the Gormans come down, they won't recognize him because he doesn't look the same. So they'll just kill him. So they th- he, he says it's a good idea to hide because you're not in Gokaiger footage. So we, anything that you're in will cost us money. So go hide, please, uh, for the sake of our wallet. So he goes. He, he's like, oh, I can't watch. I can't defeat myself, but I know that you're gonna die because my bro's awesome. So he disappears, and then the armada comes, and there's explosions everywhere, and Gosei's like, morph, 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 and they hit the morph, and they run, and Troy's like, where the fuck's Robo Knight? He's like, I gotta go find Robo Knight, and then he just runs in through a bunch of explosions, and then it's like, to be continued. And then it ends. Um, to be continued in space. Oh, wait. <laughs> to be continued in Power Rangers in Super Megaforce. <laughs> yep. There was an S in there somewhere. <laughs> Um, it wasn't awful. Um, I didn't really think there was too much bad about the episode itself. Uh, there's a lot of things I thought were kind of weird. Um, I imagine this in the future, I think. I don't remember yesterday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. But basically, at one point, their morphers were for lack of a better word, destroy. They were shit-covered. It would have made more logical sense to progress that into getting the legendary morphers, since their old morphers were destroyed, and then they get to use the Gokai footage without relying on anything Gosei. But apparently, marketing or something, it, it, it makes no sense at all. But. It doesn't, because they made it sound like they were keeping the Ghost Ager suits for branding, but I don't haven't seen a single Ghost Ager suit in the Super Mega Force packaging. It's all Gokaiger suit. It Wait, makes I no was, sense. I was almost expecting the Ghost Morpher to get re-released in Super Mega Force packaging. 
which so might happen it, eventually, but it hasn't right now. So I don't really know what they're doing. I thought the boxes, like, because, you know, most of the boxes have a picture of the Super Mega Force Red. I thought they were going to have, like, a sort of dual picture of regular and super next to each other, some sort of transition, or just standing next to each other so that there's, like, you know, that sort of connection there. But it just seems funny because they made it sound like it was really important for the branding, but there's, like, absolutely none of that going on. I think the only time you see the Ghost Ager suits is possibly on the back of the Morpher box. I don't know if their keys are on the back of there. Yeah. Um, I think that's funny. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, that's kind of what I was expecting was going to happen, but they didn't go that route. Um, I, I, they could have easily just had the messenger get defeated, then Frock come in, sever their connection, and then go, haha, fuck you, I'm leaving, and then he leaves, and then they're fucked. Yeah. Um, but they decided to do it all cut and paste and weird. Um, so there, there's that. Uh, that's definitely a thing. Um, what else? There was a couple other things. It, this entire season, just it. Um, I forgot who it was, but someone will mention this in the Facebook question. It it feels like nothing happened. It, it was 20 episodes of literally nothing that needed to happen. Or mattered. Really. They they fought. They killed some guys. But inevitably the armada still came. And started blowing shit up. So it was literally 20 episodes of nothing important. Whatsoever. And that's what happens when you blend two different seasons together. In such a indirect way. That it was basically 20 episodes of nothing that was important at all. The way I kind of saw it is that Vrak was trying to use these other villain groups to destroy the rangers for him. But it seems really stupid because when they arrived, these rangers are the newest ones, and there's technically a shit ton of them you'd have to get rid of if you were trying to get rid of the defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just annoying that they don't touch on anything like that. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of the way Ghost Sager was for a while, too, though, is you felt like nothing of importance was happening. So... um in a lot of ways, though, I tended to enjoy Megaforce a little more than Samurai, at least the first season. I mean, it didn't have much going on, but I felt there was a little more original thought put into it. Um, there was a lot more scenes where the dialogue felt like something people might actually say. <laughs> I-, I liked the cast right off the bat better than the Samurai cast. At least there was some original stuff in it. Um, they could have done a lot better stuff, like you mentioned with the Ghost Morphers, but the way they tied together Vrak with... Uh, the Armada and stuff I still think was pretty neat. Mm-hmm. And they kind of... Because they kind of subtly hinted at bigger things all the way throughout. They could have done a better job at it, but still it was always kind of there. And it, it opens up a lot of potential for next season that I am pretty much guarantee they won't do. We know Vrak will be in Super Mega Force in some capacity. I'm pretty sure we're just going to get an episode where we get... Uh, uh, Braidran's final fight, like with the Ghost Ager suits versus him. Yeah. And that, that's what will happen, because he'll be like, oh, I restored myself because I'm fabulous! Then he'll just <laughs> fling his wang around a little bit. And then they'll use the Ghost Ager suits to defeat him. Because um, you've got this whole thing where he was trying to build an army, he was trying to defeat the Rangers. Um, more or less, he wanted to prove himself capable of basically leading the planet. He even said that. That was one of the lines in this episode somewhere. 
Um, and so you have this thing where he basically wants to overthrow his brother and rule Earth. Why everyone wants Earth, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> but regardless... <laughs> uh, what about Miranoi? Like, go visit there. It's just like Earth, but green. <laughs> Which wasn't really reflected when you were on the surface of the planet. Like, why isn't there green water? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> why don't they ever mention Miranoi? We have a whole other world. Maybe GoBusters will take place on it. Okay. Deal. Um, but... You have a situation where so much could go on for uh, uh, him to have more attempts at overthrowing um, uh, Vecker. There we go. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like Decker with a V. Aha. Yes. Um, yeah, I read this one thing where if they incorporate... Um, uh, Basco, they could do something like he was hired by Rock uh, to eventually like collect Ranger powers to try to overthrow Vegger. I think that'd be really interesting, but I don't think it's something that they'll do. Um, if anything, I think Basco's going to get reduced to like a couple episode monster, and that's it. Maybe. Yeah. He could. They could just as easily write him out completely. I think, but um, like there's there's so much potential with this kind of brother feud thing that I don't think they're going to use to their advantage. Especially since they have footage from two shows to use and if they want to continue using the Ghost Sager suits. Right. Because you could just as easy have Rack over here with a robot army using some footage from uh, the tail end of Ghost Sager along with Becker's group using footage from Gokaiger and mix the two since that's what you're doing with the stupid Ghost Sager's turn into Gokaiger's thing. Um, but I, the, the way that everything sounds, it just, it doesn't f- sound like they're gonna use any of this to their advantage. Yeah, cause they're going back to the old writers. Of course, according to Ranger Crew, they sort of set it up, but he doesn't know how much the new old writers reversed everything. Yeah, cause the, the, the writers that we had set up a lot of potential, and then apparently they're like, oh, no, we're just bringing these guys. I love how Ranger Crew put it like they fought for originality in the Christmas special or like the Halloween thing. Like there was like a fight over that. Because <laughs> um, yeah, I think the Mega Force writers were a little bit better, but it's just such a small step better. Like it was just a smidge better than Samurai's writing. And that's the thing is I, I do give Mega Force a little credit sometimes because Samurai had a better story, but it, they didn't write it themselves. Yeah, they changed and, a couple of the details, but... And regardless of copy and pasting anything, um, I feel if if Samurai had been given the... I don't want to say passion, because that's not what it comes across as, but competence, maybe? Yeah, that's more as what Mega it is. Force, if Samurai was given that level of competence, regardless of whether they cut and paste the plot, it would have been a far more enjoyable show. Yeah. Um... Even the small things like the dialogue sounding right. Right. Because uh, it's a situation where I'm not really sure what I feel about either season because I enjoy Samurai more overall because it was two seasons of a coherent story. But I like the cast and writing of Mega Force a lot better. So each one has a distinct pro that if combined, they would actually have a pretty decent show on their hands. But alas, just throwing Antonio and Robo Knight, and they can go around rapping. 
and beatboxing. They could do Party Boy. <laughs> Imagine Roman and I doing Party Boy. It would be perfect. In the thong. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> um, but that's... I don't really have too much else to say. Um, you, you know what really annoyed me, hmm. which is something that really annoyed me in Samurai, I would see it all the time. I guess I didn't notice as much because I can't remember his ghost age as clearly, but there was a scene, I think it was a scene when they were in the rain, and they were in their civilian clothes, and they're kind of looking at Vrak, and that scene was, it's filmed in American footage because we're using our actors, but it was identical to the Japanese scene. I have no idea why they feel the need to do that. Like, when you're using the Sentai footage, obviously you have to come up with some sort of dialogue that makes sense to what their, their movements are, but why do you have to replicate the scene that's in Japanese, because you're not going to be using that footage because it's unusable, because it's got their actors in it. I never understood why they replicate the scenes. Like, it annoys me so much. It's so unoriginal. Like, they couldn't even come up with a way that people stand? Dear God. You could have at least put them in a different order. Like, that that really annoys me. Because they had a lot of scenes like that in Samurai, where it would be like a mirrored scene. It was like exactly what was happening. I'm like, if you're going to be filming your own footage, why don't you at least make it a little bit different? Because most people haven't seen the source footage and don't. It care. just it just annoys me though. Like why would why do you have to do that? Because you're not you don't have to copy that part. You can have Troy standing off to the side, maybe you know Robo Knight in the background, party blowing it up. I don't know. Because then they have to pay a director <laughs> instead of just using the stuff they have. Now they they don't need to pay a director. Their director is the original episode. It's so annoying. So. Good to go there. Saving money one step at a time. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't got too much else. Um, we have the Christmas episode. Next uh, week. Next week. And then um, it's, I, I just stuff According to the preview, Robo Knight gets mistaken for a toy. Wow. <laughs> And gets shipped to an African village, so this will, this will be a treat. I'm, I'm sure. I'm actually super looking forward to this. Um, <laughs> super. After it. uh, it's a segue. After the whole Robo Knight rapping thing, um, any moderately original plot with Robo Knight uh, leaves me excited. See, if they actually cared about the show, we could totally get Robo Knight webisodes while he's missing from Super Mega Force. <laughs> There was a bunch of people which apparently this got shot down, but thought he was going to be a Barazorg. Yeah, we've had um, he's going to be um, silver. He's going to get turned into a person and be silver. That was a thing. Um, he's going to get captured and turned into Barazorg. That was a thing, which both were proven false. Uh, I've seen people say that Rico is going to get captured and become Barazorg. Um. I guess that's an idea. The The issue with Rico is that there's this huge rivalry between Berzog and Blue, whereas the whole thing with Rico focused on pink. Yeah. And, I, I mean, Noah's probably the kind of person that would kind of hold a grudge and want to restore whoever. But it, it loses kind of its meaning when you don't have... Uh, the right person. So I'm kind of expecting them just to make him a generic general and really no explanation why him and Blue are always fighting. All they have to do is to just have Berzog whatever. 
have this weird fixation on Noah for no apparent reason whatsoever. I wouldn't even put it past him and not explain it. it they probably, I mean, kids won't, probably won't even notice. Because majority, majority, the majority of the connection with it was done, you know, via flashback scenes and scenes with the Japanese actors. So it's not like it's hard for them to cut out. Um, especially since we're only using roughly half of the Gokaiger footage and we're already cutting out a lot of it. So, I don't think that'll be a thing. See, if, I feel like if it was old Saban, he would just go up into space to look for something like uh, when uh, Sentinel Knight, not Sentinel Knight, Blue Centurion left. He's like, oh, Millennium Message, oh, I gotta go to Starbucks. And then he like went into space. I feel like that would happen. You have to go to Starbucks? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that would probably be something they would do is have him leave for whatever reason temporarily and then come back later. I know he's supposed to come back. They could just have him hang on the library for the whole rest of the season. <laughs> it's going to be kind of annoying because he's pretty much my favorite part of Megaforce. Oh, well. I mean, we'll see what happens. I, I, I can't say I have faith, but I... I'm holding out that at least bits of the show might be salvageable, but well, at least the toys are fun. Ranger Crew makes me so like wary of it because of how much he talks about how they're bringing the Samurai Season 1 writers back where they're just copying and pasting and translating everything over, and I'm just not looking forward to that. Random toy noise. Hello? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the really lame opening to Super Mega Force Summers of Shuki. <laughs> Just the more fun times. Uh -huh. Alright, so I look forward to Christmas next week. We're bringing Christmas to them. Hell yeah. Go Africa. <laughs> go, go Africa. Because <laughs> now it's time for Ramble, Ramble, Ramble time. Yeah! Can't believe we're here already. To think earlier I wasn't even building this LBX I'm halfway done with. <laughs> Can you believe it? I might even quit. Time flies. Time flies when you're having fun talking about Pokemon. How about that transition? This episode How about that? was amazing. How about that box lunch connoisseur, <laughs> man? What <laughs> the fuck's a box lunch connoisseur? I'm sorry, I had to. At least that one made more sense than some of them, because he could like be a connoisseur at making box lunches. It was funny, because Jeff had watched it before, and then I was watching and he was here... He said, you should count how many times he says he's a connoisseur of something. <laughs> Take a shot. It was like four or five different types of connoisseur in the span of 20 minutes. At the core, he's a connoisseur. At the core. <laughs> at the core, I'm Shukun Shinobi. So in summation, at the core, have a great one. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. Uh, I realized it after when I was editing it. I'm like, I said that a lot. <laughs> um, but this episode was kind of awful. Surprise, surprise. I was kind of... I mean, I guess I should have known because I, I look at all the pictures but of seeing what the episode's about, but I thought it was going to be at least a little more entertaining since it was their last episode, but it was just like literally just a regular episode. 
And then they left. Well, it was funny because they got back to Kanto, and then... And then they left. They're just like, let's go somewhere. At least Iris... Iris? <laughs> Iris is sort of makes sense, going to Johto, because Kanto and Johto are, like, right next to each other. And... But Silas is like, God damn it! <laughs> Cyrus... Cyrus, what's his name? Silent. Silent is like, I'm going to Hoenn! It's like, that's a whole fucking boat trip away! You should have just taken the boat from Unova, it would have been the same! But whatever, now it kind of explains why they're not together. So wait, does that mean Brock's in Hoenn? Why is he there? Is that where you become a doctor? <laughs> is that what Brock's doing? I forget what he yeah, does. Yeah, he, his, his Blissey evolved into a chance and he's like, should be a doctor. Blissey can evolved fuck way into more Nurse Joyce. Genius. Wait, what? Did I say Blissey? Yeah, you said Oh, Blissey. I meant to say Happini, but it came out Blissey. Um, yeah. But... <laughs> He figured he could get way more Nurse Joys, like, as a doctor. <laughs> like, as a doctor. Um, but yeah, I'm so glad they're gone. And we only have one episode left, and they're not even in it, except for, like, in a flashback or something. Because the next episode actually shouldn't be too bad, because it's just Ash going home, seeing some of his Pokemon, and presumably, verbally deciding to go to Kalos. And then we get to rerun for two weeks. Yeah, but at least then we'll be in... Some better territory, hopefully, because, man, it's been bad. This, this run of best wishes, man. I mean, the Pokemon anime has never been a prize, but this season in particular was painful. <laughs> it's so painful, we can't even go on. <laughs> well, there's nothing else to say, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> can't find the other piece I'm looking for. Anyway, uh, what else we got? Turtles? Toidles? In this episode, Spike turned evil. Oh. This time he lost his right. soul. So I just had Spike. to say this one thing. Okay. Are you happy, Kiefer? Are you happy? Are you happy? Slash is here. Slash is here. Oh my god. Hey. Hey, Slash is here. <laughs> oh my god. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Sorry. What a wonderful <laughs> kind of day. Kiefer's been talking about that for weeks. Yeah. It is <laughs> kind of funny. to poke fun at him. What's funny about it is that almost every time he would be freaking out about it, there would be something else major going on in my timeline. Like, it would be some kind of PR reveal, some kind of movie news or something, but, like, he was... Everyone else was talking about something else more important, and he's like, oh my god, Slash. I was a little... was a little confused that he didn't have a top hat and wasn't arguing with Axl Rose, though. <laughs> he didn't have I that just hair it. and... <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't deal with it. Shit wasn't accurate, man. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing was the original. Um, But so, yeah, uh, Raph's pet turned into a a homicidal maniac. So that's that's fun. That happens on a regular basis. That's That's true. Um, But I thought it was a pretty good episode. I liked it. (laughs) Um, It was good. I liked it. It was definitely kind of, I don't say disturbing, but... I don't know, like, it seems like, you know, other than, uh, what's-his-face, uh, Pulverizer, this one's, like, one of the closer-to-home ones. I guess April's is, that is, but we didn't get to see him for very long. He's just like, hey, kids, I'm bald. You guys freed me. And then he became a bat, so I wasn't that torn up about it. But it's like, because I could imagine, what if your pet turned into an evil monster? What if Bella all of a sudden became a serial killer? I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but, I don't know. I tend to be more attached to pets than people, so I guess I sort of saw it differently. Honestly, though, I I tended to forget that Raph even had a pet most 
episodes. Yeah, like, he was just there. He, like, Spike never played a role. He was just always just there. And so when he was there, he never really cared. So it was kind of a little bit of a detachment since you didn't really care about his pet. But Is I mean, detachment you, a word? Detachment? I don't know. <laughs> I was like, isn't it detachment? Well, I don't know. I mean, it could be a word for all I know. I'm I'm pretty stupid. Really certain it isn't. Okay. Probably not. Half the shit I say isn't actually words. I make I make up words all the time. It's my specialty. I swear to God. I can't find number seventy-three. <laughs> Drive me crazy. It's right next to derf. All right. Let me find it. Derf. Derf. Damn it! I can't find derf either. Have you tried looking for John Hurt? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's some pieces on here I didn't use. John Hurt's my favorite number. There it is. It was right underneath John Hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Right between John Hurt and Christopher Eccleston. Okay, so what were we talking about? (laughs) Besides pushing together turtles. Oh, yeah, turtles. Yeah, it was a good episode. I liked Raph having tea time with that girl. That was funny. That was Leo, but. Well, that didn't mean to say Raph. Whatever. Jason Biggs. <laughs> when he's not busy pissing off people on Twitter, he's having tea. Makes sense. Is um, is this the first time we've seen them without their bandanas so far yes. in the show? I think so. It looks weird. <laughs> it looks weird, doesn't really it? I tell who was who. I'm like, uh. <laughs> well, it's like you Power can still tell the difference. <laughs> yeah, if you pay attention to their skin color, but I wasn't. I'm just like, oh crap! If you pay attention without... to their skin color and their facial structure, yeah, yeah. they have Mikey's like the smallest of them, and Donnie's kind of. I wasn't. Like... I just seen naked turtle. I'm like, crap, <laughs> crap, they're naked. <laughs> I love how Brian said crap. He was like, crap. <laughs> um. But all their bone structure is different, too. I think Donnie, not Donnie, Leo and Raph are, like, the closest together, but Mikey's all small and Donnie's kind of lanky. Even then, Raph's bulkier. Yeah. Um, but his uh, just kind of attack on the turtles was pretty brutal, especially when we saw Mikey. It's mainly because Mikey's so innocent. All he wants is a pizza smoothie, and then he got beaten down. <laughs> it just seems so brutal, you know, happening in slow motion and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I don't really have much to say about the episode. It was fun. <laughs> he escaped, so he'll be back at some point. No one dies in the show. <laughs> Brian wants more death. <laughs> well, no, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, like, everyone's just always around. It does seem kind of funny, like, obviously I don't think they would kill anybody off, or even, especially the turtles, but, you know, it would make sense for Spike uh, Slash's plan to, you know, kill them if he wanted Raph all to himself. But then he just beat him up and, like, hoped they wouldn't come back. <laughs> like, after I teach him this lesson, they ain't gonna come back around these parts. <laughs> I don't know, it just seems funny. Like, that was his plan. Granted, he used to be a pet five minutes ago, so... Um, I think... Uh, isn't this the break until after the holidays? That's what, that's what Kiefer said. I like how we get all our information from Kiefer. Um, but yeah, that, that's unfortunate just because ramble time is always kind of thin ever since everything ever got canceled. Like Batman. Although, to be to be totally honest, I really haven't missed it all that much. Have you guys? I Batman? That's a thing. 
<laughs> See? Um, um, what was it? Nick and Moore, I think, was tweeting, like, nominations for best new show of 2013, and Beware the Batman was on, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, that was a thing? Um, but, yeah, well, I... Well, to be fair, I don't know of many other new shows. Uh, it, was, it was a lot of, like, Disney Channel and stuff. Uh, yeah, but, uh... Like, it wasn't terrible or anything, like Aerosol said. It was the most okay Batman show ever, but I just haven't missed it. Yeah. Like, like I do with Young Justice or Green Lantern or Clone Wars. Okay, let's see what I, else I we do got. Think, I do okay. think it is just a little bit of a shame that they can't finish out their season. Yeah, it is. But. It, it seems like they got a really unfortunate deal because... It seems like they they greenlit the series back when they had Green Lantern and Young Justice, and then they realized that they'd hired those people to do it when they decided to change directions. And I'm like, ah, chiz. So they let it run for, like, what, six episodes or seven, and then just quietly stopped. That's such a terrible plan. Like, I think, is it, like, legit gone, or? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't vote they they mentioned that there's no it's not coming back in the foreseeable future is what they said it's on sort of indefinite hiatus yeah because it doesn't really bode well when they pull it and then it's like not on the schedule anywhere new or repeat or anything and like that's so shitty just in general but it seems so odd because that happens more so in kids tv because during like regular tv seasons whenever a show is canceled after it airs its first episode, you hear about it like on all the major TV sites and stuff, and IGN or whatever. It's like this was canceled, but you really don't hear anything about it unless you're following one of those like sort of nerd comic book sites or something. And especially for kids, if it just disappears suddenly, which is shitty. Oh well, still got Teen Titans Go, <laughs> and all those DC Nation shorts. And all those awful Marvel cartoons. And Marvel's Agents of Boring. So we got that. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Ben 10's next, right? Oh, yeah. The finale of the Albedo arc. It was certainly more fun than last episode. We got to see yeah, Atomics, and he's got a funny accent. I like uh, Atomics' voice. Yeah. Like, a he's, lot. <laughs> he's really neat. Um... I think I said last week, but I'm really glad we got to see him because uh, Atomics and Topic were like the two most mentioned aliens out of the ones that were randomly named during Ken 10. I think I'm trying to think of the other ones. I think the other other ones were Sandbox and Snake Pit. So I don't know if we'll see those at some point. But it was really neat to see him. I can't remember was it brained azimuth or non-brained azimuth that selected it for him. Uh, I think uh, it was brainless at the time. I think. Oh, yeah, because he said, you're having better luck with this? Isn't that what happened? Yeah. Okay. Because I couldn't remember. And we got to, Azimuth said, or Ben asked Azimuth why it randomly selects, and he was talking about how he thought his fingers would be smaller and to not slam it because it makes <laughs> the time go random. I mean, Basically, really... Ben's just kind of a dumb Yeah. Because <laughs> that was one of the most commonly asked questions when I used to follow... Derek White's Twitter is like, why, if this Omnitrix is supposed to be finished, why is it so glitchy? And it's like, well, it's actually Ben operating it funny. <laughs> I've watched a couple episodes where Ben will select something and 
it'll like shift to a different selection before he slams it down. <laughs> so it's kind of funny that way. But I think it's funny that the slamming down, which is like one of his signature things, causes him one of the most random problems, which is the yeah. random time limit. It that is funny, like because he's he's so invested ever since he was a kid into being a hero that you know doing the whole pose and slamming down the thing is just sort of part of the bit. So of course that's what <laughs> kind of that's fucks him up. <laughs> yeah, I like when they give little kind of like continuity nods and stuff like that. I think it's kind of neat when they, whether they mention something like that or some kind of random feedback the show's getting. So that's funny. Uh, what else? We got to see Ultimate Grav Attack, and he's just all spiky, and he's got a bunch of different mini Grav Attacks around him. He's like a magneton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, uh, Ar- Articuana. Yeah. And he was there very quickly. Yeah, we didn't even get like a full frame shot of him either. Yeah, it, it was, it's kind of strange how they did that because they made such a big deal about new aliens and new transformations in the last couple series and like he just used the ultimate form so casually fucking casuals <laughs> like but i like that that he utilized the fact that he could you know transform any of them and i, I hope when he comes back later we get to see some more of them just because it was kind of neat to see um what was ultimate Articuana's power that was different i don't know he had like little cannons that's right he was like blastoise cannon things yeah blastoise ended up <laughs> um, I think that was the only ones we got, though. I'm trying to remember exactly what else happened. Because I remember Azimuth didn't have a brain, and they were just kind of chasing the brain around for a while. And there were some fight scenes, and then Atomics happened. I know. Um, well, Kevin and Gwen showed up with uh, Kevin's new dog, which is Kyra's old dog. Oh, yeah. I, I did kind of like the, the banter between them. Kevin's, like, yelling at him that he never feeds it. <laughs> it's a girl, you jerk. <laughs> um, and then Kyber's pet was able to go ultimate too. Oh yeah. Um, what did he use? Oh yeah, he ate it. As Upchuck, he ate it. That's crazy. <laughs> like if it hadn't gone ultimate, he would have eaten it. <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. Like I love it. Like. Well, what do I do? I know I'll just turn to this alien and eat it. <laughs> like I couldn't believe he did that. Like I knew that wasn't going to be the end, but still, I think it's funny that that was his plan, and he was like fully ready to just swallow it up. <laughs> but uh, and then it went ultimate, so that was neat. <laughs> and uh, Albedo ended up being Kid Ben. <laughs> that was funny. I wonder if they'll keep him like that. I was kind of actually hoping they'd keep him as a, a Galvan. I don't know. I just kind of thought it would be neat to have, you know, a Galvan adversary that had the Omnitrix. Yeah. So I'm kind of over the whole doppelganger thing. But the Kid Ben thing was funny just to see him in that form. Speaking of, we haven't gotten really that many flashbacks lately. No, uh, I mean, at, oh, yeah. at the beginning of Omniverse, they were all about, like, episodes sometimes that starred Kid Ben. And they don't really utilize it too much anymore. Yeah, and like the because whole feedback story tied into it. We got very brief flashbacks in Glenn and Kevin's episodes, but yeah, but that was about they weren't it. very substantial. <laughs> it just seems funny because you know he's in the intro and they made such a big deal about it. Why am I having such trouble finding numbers in the seventies? The seventies were a wild time. <laughs> True that. Oh, that's clear. It is. It fell over. 
Um, I can't think there's anything else I can mention that I can remember. There was some, I thought overall, there was a little bit boring part in the second part, but I thought overall there was, a, it was a pretty fun arc just to see some of the ultimate transformations and see Albedo back and some pretty neat stuff. And, and I like Kyber as a villain, so it was neat to see him back. <laughs> oh, Ben transformed into that fairy thing. Oh yeah, oh, yeah pesky dust. Because he like, like invaded Kyber's dream, and Kyber was about that. like dreaming about fighting alongside ten-year-old Ben for some reason. Oh yeah, that was. And they're really like, nice. and it's like Grandpa Max is congratulating the team on a job well done. He's like, especially you, Kyber. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> and Kyber's that. just like sitting in the back of the rust bucket, like cleaning his knife. It's, I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that was. I forgot about that. Now I really hope that there is some alien enemy he runs into down the line whose weakness is the worst. He should have just named the alien Britta. I mean, that's what should have happened. But uh, that was pretty neat that Pesky Dust kind of has a use and it's actually can be semi- I, The whole episode I'm like waiting for Atomics to show up because we know he's going to be in it. I wasn't expecting pesky dust. <laughs> it was, it was kind of a funny moment. I completely forgot about that because it's always so long since we watched these. I think there's another one on next week. I just can't remember what the plot was because uh, I looked it up on the I guide. Hope there is. It'd be weird to go back on hiatus again. Yeah, I think the only hiatus, hopefully, might just be you know closer to Christmas. But I think there should be one next week. Oh, Derek, I'm an idiot. Um, but yeah, especially also because everything just is going away like turtles and, and all that, and Ramble Time keeps taking hits, and it's just not fair. Yeah, um... Let's see, they've got Max's monster is airing. Um, ben... Do Ro- the monster, Max! <laughs> ben the monster and Grandpa Max. Max have their hands full when Phil returns as a half-human, half tarantula creature and starts absorbing all the electricity and lightning in Bellwood. Does anybody else besides me remember Phil? <laughs> I do now that I read it. I was like, who's Phil? Oh, wait, that's Phil. <laughs> and it is the debut of Frankenstrike. Oh, cool. I know that those forms have names now. Is it Frankenstrike, Snarrow, well, and Blitzer? Or Blitzwolfer? I like that they have names aside from you know, Ben, ben Wolf, Ben, ben Mummy. <laughs> Those were other ones that were so weird. Like, they debuted in the original series and then they were, like, never used again. Yeah. Like, uh, who was the other they one? All, we just they all debuted in the same arc, too. Yeah, so. Like, the same we, set of episodes and then. It was season three. And then I don't think they ever used them in season four back when the original writers had it because they created them. And then they never used them except for they gave them slight redesigns in the ultimate alien opening but that was it and like upgrade was never used either until recently it's like that's one thing i do like about omniverse is for the most part they pretty much use everyone at some point still have some more than others ones like blocks seems to appear in every fucking episode still no jet ray i know because <laughs> Derek white hates jet ray and it really pisses yeah. me off because he's like jet ray is so unoriginal and he makes astrodactyl which is just jet ray with whips i'm like yeah. come on man or Swamp Fire. There's only been like two uses of Swamp Fire. Just kind of annoying. Cause yeah, a, a couple of the the ult, not ultimate uh, Alien Force aliens have gotten the shaft. I think Chromastone only appeared once, but I really liked Swamp Fire. He was neat. He could like 
snare people up in his mind and then light them on fire. It was really violent. <laughs> um, who else hasn't appeared very much? Brainstorm never really gets much love, and I like Brainstorm. Um, and I think it's mainly Swamp Fire and Jet Ray. Alien X obviously can't appear that often because he's just dangerous yeah. with that chin. Let's get that one episode. That's true, but he's just kind of he's generally one that doesn't appear. <laughs> put, put someone eye out. Oh, I got C. Where the hell's E? Do I have to count the alphabet to build this kit? Um, uh, well, speaking of kits, it, uh, would Dan Ball be uh, next? Oh. I guess I don't so. Think we have any this other is... American shows that we talk about? Mm-mm. Not that we can, because any other ones Kevin's not here for. Um. Okay, because you guys talked about 32 last week, so we're only talking about 33, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so like it ended with the submarine showing up or whatever, and Celadee's like laughing like a crazy fuck. Yep. And then like they got taken over by by uh, the lifesavers. Candy they shot a helicopter out of the sky with a rocket launcher. <laughs> like in real life. Not in like their <laughs> like, second world thing. This wasn't like a tiny robots helicopter. This was a legit helicopter in a legit rocket launcher. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to mention that. I'm like, holy crap, there are actual weapons in this show. <laughs> Well, I love how that happened, like, so casually. They're looking out the window. Oh, it's probably just reinforcements getting shot down. Like, people just, di- people just died, and the kids just keep moving the little library card or whatever the fuck they were doing. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, let's see. I'm trying to remember. I just watched it today, too, and I'm having a hard time remembering what happened up until the end. Because they're all kidnapped by Celadee. Um, basically, Celadee said that uh, the whole Second World thing would be put on... 24-hour use. Oh, yeah, that's right. So that it wouldn't have its normal routine. It just... It's, I guess, always open to use. Um, which does put a lot more stress on the students. Um, as well as the, the the guy who's all hooked up to it, the, the commander's father. Yeah. Because apparently that's why they only did it for two hours a day is because it takes a lot of his energy. Energy. Sorry. And then it was basically like a lot of it was them singing classroom talking. And then uh, Senna was called to talk to Selady and Hojo, Haruki and Hikaru all like snuck out and went after him. Saladie Chrysler. <laughs> and then um, they fought at the end because he's he's trying to get into uh, he's opening the spirit portals. Yeah, Saladie. So <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of. Saladie <laughs> uh, so revealed that the the keys <laughs> weren't actually destroyed and that he had like a perfect key or something like that. I, I don't know. But he could get in now, and Senna went to stop him. Um, and Seldy was actually—that's the first time we've ever seen an actual person in the Second World. Yeah, because it's just like Seldy's riding along on his little hover scooter thing, <laughs> and go, then all, go, of go, sudden, go, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, just like shows up. <laughs> like, well, that's a really weird like conversation <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was just funny to see because he's like aha I'll open the spirit portal and then you just see this little bug whiz by zzz, I'll stop you 
Fuck you, Sally Chrysler. <laughs> That's probably what it sounds like to him. Um. So yeah, Senna goes after Phantom, who's heading to I forget the name of it. It's like Zone Zero or something like that. Um. Phantom Menace. And uh, he is stopped by the blue-haired guy. <laughs> uh, Kaito. From, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the guy who was being sort of persuaded. He stopped by Baron. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the guy that we all thought was going to betray them betrayed them. Yeah. I, it's funny because <laughs> I kind of forgot about that. Until, like, right when it happened. Dun, dun, dun. Um, is that where it ended? Um, well, the, you other, know, the, the guys came up to save him. Yeah. The other three came in, and then they started to get surrounded by the rest of Celdi's army. And then, I believe that's where it ended. Though... No, Celody came face-to-face with that professor who's all hooked up to the machine and oh, like, yeah. the world running. You know, it's funny because they, they've they been mentioning him for a while now, and I kind of pictured like a Bond's dad situation where he was just in a lab, like, you know, typing away like Brian does at night. <laughs> but then I didn't expect him to be like hooked up like looks like Zane from space. <laughs> and then like it also reminded me that I think I mentioned before that weird thing from... Zet Man, where that was just a head hooked up to something. I don't even remember why. They probably didn't even explain it. Zet Man needed no explanation for having a head hooked up to something. Didn't didn't they mention though that he had to use his body to keep Second World running? I guess so. They probably did, but I just kept so closely associating it with Bond's dad because <laughs> they like kidnapped him and forced him to do office work for a couple years. <laughs> so like that's what I just kept thinking. I didn't know he was just constantly kind of hooked up to it, unless he can get out sometimes I don't know but um, I just didn't think about it that way I guess but uh, what's his name good old Blue wants to take over now Blue his name's Celity Chrysler they say it a million times how could I forget it <laughs> um, yeah so that's gonna happen how many episodes are left um, I don't know I don't think we know offhand um, which one was this 30 33. 33. I would say probably 40. 40? Jeez. I thought, it seems like we're getting so close. How long is this thing in a climax? What is this, Superhero Tyson? <laughs> 17 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, it's still going to be shorter than the other two. Yeah. Scenes. Like, it seems weird that it's going to end and not do another arc or another series just because it seems like it's still doing well over there in terms of. Of kits and everything, and in merchandise, it? it just seems like it. I, I I honestly have no idea how well it's doing. Um, it but obviously like, well enough to warrant three series. It felt like this series though had like a less variety of kits that came out. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's the same, and I'm just like undermining wars. But uh, I don't know, and we haven't. Have we really gotten any sort of signs for next season? No. Um, no. As, as far as I know, they're not doing another one. At least not yeah. right away. I guess it it was popular enough for, I guess, Gundam to rip it off or something like that. Yeah, Gundam. <laughs> Gundam's doing Build Fighters, which is basically 
this, but with Gundam kits instead of LBXs. I mean, I don't follow it as closely as I follow Toku stuff, but it just seemed like, from what I see around, and the stuff sells pretty well in AmiAmi and whatnot, and... I don't know. I just I just assumed, and they got three series, so I assumed it was doing good. And a lot of like a Digimon. Sorry, a, a lot of anime like this kind of only go up to three series if they're popular. Well, I think I was relating it to you know Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh, which are still going, and like uh, especially well, Yu-Gi-Oh, so it keeps getting more series. Well, those um, things are like powerhouses, though. That's that's true. Well. I was just kind of relating it to that. Other examples include stuff that's popular like Tiger and Bunny that they only do one season for and then just drag the fuck out of it. If it was America, we would have milked that shit to death. We would be on like season five right now. There'd be like three tie-in movies, a live-action deal starring Ben Affleck. It would be ridiculous. <laughs> like, I don't know what they're... They, they have such a different culture. <laughs> like, they'll do something and it'll be really popular, but they just... They won't touch it again. I mean, they're doing the movies and whatnot, but it just seems funny that there wasn't a season two... It's just kind of funny to see how different TV works. And then over in in England, they make like six episodes and they're winded. So they, that's like, oh, <laughs> all right, let's divide it up. These three episodes are going to be season one and the other three will air in two years of season two. Then maybe we'll film six more. I don't know. This could get pretty difficult. Uh, the original show had 17 kits released. Um, Double had 18 through... Um, 41. And then Wars has had 42 through 53. I guess a lot less. There's there's just as many characters as Doublehead, but there's a lot less individual kids with individual robots in this season. Because there was a a Doublehead, a large cast on their team, and it was kind of assembled over the two series, but it was kind of everyone had their own LBXs, whereas this one, it was like the core three, and then um, uh, Hojo, and then they got their new ones, and then some repaints, and the odd bandit, but not nearly as many as the other series. Let's see, one... Ball Diver's really two. cool. There was like three... Repaint slash slight remolds in double. Um, I mean, Minerva Kai wasn't too much different than Minerva. I'm gonna finish this tomorrow. Um, I think you mentioned it a while back, but I saw that they're doing a hyperfunction Irfrit. Yeah. Irfrito. Which I hope they continue that line because I really want to see an Odin. Because I've been contemplating purchasing an Odin, but his kit seems like it's so so old. Like the Ryubi, Ryubi, Ryubi kit wasn't terrible, but it's just it seems so dated compared to like some of the mechanics that are in the double kits or the uh, wars kits. Like it's an okay figure, and I haven't gotten around to building Triton yet, but I'm assuming that's going to be around the same deal. And they're still decent little kits, but they they've really done a lot of uh, nice engineering things in the wars kits, like the eyes not being stickers. I'm a fan of that. <laughs> Um, if the hyperfunction continues after Ifrit, we should be seeing something from uh, from Double, unless they go backwards. Because Ifrit was released as Kit 16, which was at the tail end of the original show. I mean, granted, they could go backwards and do Odin, but I could see them probably skipping to... Um, Elcyon or something? Yeah, Elysion or... Uh, maybe doing one of the Icaroses or something. 
I don't know. I just want to get some. I know instead of. I don't really want ear freed that much. Sounds like a disease. I got ear freed. Because I really like Odin. Did you ever. You did build Odin Mark II and you said it was pretty neat? Yeah. Odin Mark II and Achilles D9 are both really good. Probably pick those up at some point. It's not like it's a huge purchase if they ever come out with hyper functions and I couldn't maybe pick them up again. His, his wing deal is a little bit awkward to kind of pose with, but it's not uh, it's not too bad. I like them. They're good kids. I like them. <laughs> They're good. I like them. Yeah, we'll have to see. Like, I, oh. I hope it continues at some point because I really do enjoy the line. I like the kits. I like the show. Um, I'm just not sure what they're going to do with it, really. Okay, then. Sorry, I got um, really distracted reading something. Do we have anything else for Ramble Time, or is it uh, time to move on? I think that's it. Time to move this shit. I didn't know if you guys had anything that the two of you talk about? No. No, no we don't like to talk directly. We only talk through you. No, uh, there's nothing right now. <laughs> this is like a terrible time uh, coming up for the next few weeks because everything's going to be going on hiatus anyway. Yeah. The only other shows that are talkable are like Arrow with Kevin, but he's not here. I don't want to talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't even know if Kevin kept up with that, but... Uh, all right, I guess it's time for Facebook. Now it's time for Facebook with the bar Yeah. <laughs> the jingle gets drunker and drunker. <laughs> That's every, the bit. Every time. Okay, this week's question was, would you like to see PR do more hybrid seasons in the future, like Megaforce slash Super Megaforce? And I will read the answers once I get to it. All right, stay tuned. <laughs> there we go. Okay, so uh, Anthony Ciano says, No, I want to see solo seasons. We need to get the old Disney writers back and just do 30-episode seasons. VZ17 says, No. <laughs> Jerry Gregg says... Never again. Try explaining this to children. My sister don't understand black turns green. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In the right conditions. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> if you eat the right food. Oh, God. Um, Colony Watkins says, maybe, only if there is a really good cast and plot and similar themes between seasons. Otherwise, no, not really. Derek Zartan says, <laughs> only if the Sentai teams were similar to, to each other or if Saban finds some strange way to make things work. Zartan, Zartan, Zartan. <laughs> this guy at the bottom looks like he's chanting it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just hear it? Uh, <laughs> Muhammad Daniel Bryanson, because I know wrestling, um, says, PR hybrid seasons. Well, based on the Megaforce slash Super Megaforce experience, I feel like PR hybrid seasons would make it difficult for writers to write a more coherent story. 
and does not chopped up like what <laughs> Saban <laughs> did with Megaforce right now. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, the series got potential to be good, but <laughs> having to cram all of the Ghost Sager material and all of the Megaforce characters' development, 20 episodes, including filler, and how Super Megaforce will shape up means that I summed up my answer with this picture. It's a picture of Daniel Ryanson going, no, 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 no. No. I prefer the Michael Scott version. <laughs> no. <laughs> Please, God. God, no. No. Then the office theme plays. <laughs> uh, Tristan David Ireleano. You weren't even trying. Is that Wabba Fat is Mona Lisa? Because that's terrific. Anyway. Oh my god, I think it is. <laughs> uh, so it depends on if the seasons can be mixed well. Ghost Sager was pretty generic, so mixing with Gokaiger sort of works. Just please no Kyoryuji to Go Busters mixing. That's too awkward. I guess I should have uh, should answer the question, though, so no. <laughs> Joel James Jenga. <laughs> Jagasia. That sounds like a really like cutting-edge Asian restaurant. Jagasia. All of our food is served in steam form. It's like that weird restaurant they went to in Parks and Rec where the whiskey was like a lotion. <laughs> I take it back. There is a wrong way to serve alcohol. No, I never liked it in the first place. I think they should stay with single seasons. Well, I guess you don't want them to go on J-Date. You know, because the Bond owns them. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Jeff Moses says, probably not. Samurai only worked because two season, one sem- uh, one Sentai. Megaforce slash Super Megaforce. Yeah, if the colors all match, then probably, then, sorry, maybe. But usually they don't start with six, and yeah, just don't do sh- it. You have to ship Romanite off to Africa like they're doing. Well, <laughs> one of them can, just be- can be done right, but usually isn't. How hard is it to write probably? <laughs> Right? <laughs> Charles Chong says, nah. TKD Tigre says, no. It creates too much cut and paste work. We have plenty of footage for Ranger and Zor battles just to just work on the connecting American footage and we can have a decent standalone season. God damn it. <laughs> Why do I? <laughs> it seems like today I'm ending up with all of the really long answers. <laughs> 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 you sound so amused. <laughs> I'm very uh, amused. This is funny to me. Kleenex Stewart says <laughs> it really depends on two things. God damn it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it really depends on two things. Can the Sentais mix together and if we can get good writers for the show? Like Brian Dagley, says Brian Dagley in all blue. <laughs> Probably the fake one. <laughs> said a while back, you can have a good 20 episode season if you got good writers. But that is, but that is something Saban cannot allow because that would cost money. Can't Mixing them... <laughs> Mixing them is even harder, depending on theme. Especially now with the Samurai Riders back, just copying and pasting 
the Sentai, and finally, if they can produce more original footage, look at Red Buster and Curie Red. Here. <laughs> Herbo <laughs> was a stern fight. Herbo is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> who, who could never get his. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Jenny. <laughs> Herbo was a good fight. You could never get his emotions, though. And with his fighting reflecting that, then you have Daigo, who is all carnival. What? Smutcher. Who is all carnival motherfuckers. And who probably can't tell the difference between the man and a woman. God damn it, Basically, I think they can work, but a lot of work is needed. Primo sounds like Emo's Emo wants to Elmo Elmo's cousin (laughs) Oh my god That is the greatest name ever Uh, Primo was a stern fight (laughs) The whole sentence makes it great Jesus Alvarado Yep you're Jesus Says no it seems that the first Of the two seasons there isn't anything Important going on (laughs) Donald Dolak says if they do continue the hybrid seasons to GoBusters slash Carriager, it's going to be weird to see their Herbo (laughs) go to Daigo. (laughs) They did it right this time, but still. Uh. (laughs) Jared Castile finally gives me a short answer and says, hell no, go back to the season with 30 to 40 episodes, damn it. Build that damn. (laughs) (laughs) Edgar Quack says, uh, Yes, just to see the fans be complete assholes to each other and see you guys getting pissed at the fans. (laughs) Yay. Corey (laughs) Gong says, Ha 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 ha. You're kidding, right? (laughs) Thank you. I think it only works for Super Mega Awesomeness Explosion Force. (laughs) I don't know why that is sploosh. Other than it be a waste of footage. Wait, what about Franco? Sorry, Super Mega Awesomeness Explosion Force Go. It's, oh. It's like the okay. monkey team. I want a nice long Buster adaptation and a nice long Kyojo adaptation. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs> he hits the gong as he leaves places. <laughs> it's just common knowledge. And Andrew Booth caps it off by giving me one final long answer. By saying... I do not want to see any more hybrid seasons like Megaforce slash Super Megaforce. I think that the only reason it works for this hybrid is because the need to tie the 20th 20th anniversary into a show that actually celebrates an anniversary, if that made any sense. But I don't mind Samurai slash Super Samurai style hybrids. It's not really a hybrid, because we get more episodes. And Stephen Ketchum says, only if Sentai does a sequel series, if they do that, then of course, but if they're different series, then keep them different. Well, as Hermo would say. (laughs) (laughs) Never, never Uh, change, Shenix. Never never change. (laughs) Never change, Kleenex. Um, (laughs) Don't become... um, Puffs, I don't know. Um, another brand. <laughs> uh, so I think with the current regime we have now, I would say no. Regime? Regime. I said regime. I know you said it right. It quiet, was a funny quiet, choice of word. Quiet. 
this whatever word you messed up earlier. I don't remember. Discontent? You're a discontent. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Disconnect? No. For, that's an that's a actual word. Damn it, we can't even remember fake words. <laughs> um, I think that if we could find a team that knew what they were doing, I wouldn't mind seeing it. Like, people think about it too much in the Sentai terms of Ghost Sager to go Kaiger because they think angels and pirates, but... The angel theme isn't as apparent as the pirate is, and I don't think it's that far of a stretch, and I don't understand what the big deal is if someone switches colors, because we did that with Zeo. Um, yeah. And especially that happened since a lot in the I, I, I think in space. I think it's just because he's gonna be transforming from black to green on screen. Like oh yeah, episode. that's true. But I, I agree, I still don't think it's that big of a deal. But, but um... Like, I think it could be well done if they had a competent team of writers. Like I said, right now, it's. I, I think the transition they did was actually pretty good, but in terms of going into the future, I think right now we don't have the right team. But I think it would make PR really original if if we had two seasons butted up against each other that could make it work. Like, I don't think we should do it every year. Like, in my head, Go Busters and Carrie doesn't work very well um, mm-hmm. with the team numbers and the uh, the themes, but like let's say Tokyo and whatever's next are kind of close together, maybe they're both sort of tech based or something, then I wouldn't mind seeing them sometimes do that to possibly catch up a little bit. Like DC, just like let's make all of our catch up in this one movie, we can do it. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that could be interesting if they could find ones that work. Because even though it's not done the best, I kind of dig the way they sort of merged the ending of Ghost Sager and the beginning of Go Kaiger. Um, I agree. Like it, it really, it really does just sort of depend on a lot of things. If it's done well, which past few Power Rangers series in general haven't been done well, um, as well as just the seasons that are being used that are being sort of combined, like you said, Kuroyuger and GoBusters just doesn't work. Um, they're just way, way different. But I don't know. Like it, I don't think, I don't think you would have that problem with every, you know, handful of seasons. You, it really could work if it matched up well. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of factors that go into it as to whether or not you could actually pull it off successfully. Yeah. I mean, I always kind of talk about a lot of it is filming your own footage or working around the footage, right? Because I'm not really mad if they don't use all the footage. Like, uh, I've said it before, I'm really not interested in seeing the same show again. Unless I decide to rewatch that show. (laughs) Yeah, I... Like you said, it's something that would be doable given the circumstances. But in most situations... Sentai usually flops between something that is very technical and then something that's very, like, either yeah. bestial or just something mystical or anything like that. And so they usually go back and forth with things. And so going from one to the other doesn't really work with a single yeah. team. Um, I I don't even think that the Ghost Sager to Gokai transition works all that well. Um, but <clears throat> given the the team numbers, it was it's six and six. It's a little bit easier to do. Uh, 
just had Robo Knight mysteriously disappear for a while. Yeah, he used he used to go to Africa. <laughs> Even though that that's not correct in the timeline of things, yeah. but in our perspective, he gets <laughs> he gets shipped to Africa, apparently. But um, yeah, I it, it could work. It probably never would work. I don't necessarily think it works in the context we're using it either. Um, unless they explain it good. I, I just don't see how all of a sudden this armada comes in to attack and then Gosei goes God knows where and then he comes back and like, oh, here's new morphers, here's new zords, you can turn into every ranger ever, bye. It probably would work a little better if it was uh, kind of like the old days where they actually lost these powers and got new ones. Like, but at least the power-up makes it kind of unique. That, I mean, that's what I was talking about when we discussed it earlier, I hope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that it, it would have made more logical sense to lose the powers in the uh, the finale and then gain the Gokai powers. But I think it's a lot of it is also point of view, because in my brain it still makes complete sense that the MMPR Rangers have three sets of Zords for three sets of seasons. Like, even though I've watched some of those seasons and I know they're separate in my head, there's also a part of my brain where it makes complete sense that a Tyrannosaurus Ranger pilots a dragon. <laughs> like, because that I had no knowledge of Die Ranger when I was little, so... If, like, if I had no knowledge of Sentai, I feel like the transition might be a little easier. Yeah, knowledge, knowledge of the Sentai kind of ruins a lot of things. Yeah, a lot of people, I think. I think the only thing that really holds the Ghostager suits back from sort of transitioning a little more smoothly to Gokaiger is the animals on them. Mm-hmm. Because the angel theme was really easy to get around. A lot of people put a lot of stock into that, but it was really easy to get around. They're, they didn't have to use it regardless if they were going to mash it up with Gokaiger. Because um, we obviously weren't going to be doing that. Um, but I thought in a lot of ways it kind of worked out just because the the Ghost Agers had a lot of similar little deals for MMPR for their little anniversary thing and then transitioning to Gokaiger. It's still going to seem weird because mentally we kind of see them as two different people transforming into each other. But we'll probably talk more about that earlier. Yep. And now it's time for... Final things! Final things. That was terrible. <laughs> there was like a long wait. I thought you were thinking of what to do, and then you just said, Final Triggers. Well, I thought you were going to do it because you've been doing it. Uh, oh, recently. have I? Yeah, but I forgot. not too late now. Well, now everything's ruined. Yep. Now the bacon's gone and I hate everything. <laughs>